Welcome to It Gets To Be Easy podcast, where you're granted permission to live your most healthful and joy-filled life with ease. We are your hosts, Katie and Shauna, and together we've been cracking the code to creating our own realities with ease. And now we've set out to help you grow confident in this too. Welcome to the show, friend. We are so glad you're here. We've got a very important joy-filled life code we've been cracking. We're so excited to share it with you. This episode is all about getting to know our ego and our soul at a more conscious level. It's an important episode for us to lead with as there's three parts. We want to be clear on where we're coming from with some of the language you'll hear as we share in our joy-filled life practices that we're also inviting you into. We've been working to nourish these two parts of ourselves in a more meaningful way and feel called to share that journey with you. And we've really noticed a positive impact on our daily experience as we do this work. So of course, we have to chat about it and we invite you to join us in this conversation. Are you ready for the good stuff? Let's dive in today. Awesome. I'm so excited for this conversation, Katie. Um, And before we jump in on the ego piece of it, I want to share that we have had a lot of teachers in this space if we're becoming more and more aware of this within us. And so if um, as we go through today and you're like, oh my gosh, where did this even come from? Like, how did they feel this, know this, all of those things? There are many things that come from within, but we also want to give credit to those guides that we've had along the way. And so check the show notes because we are going to have all that information in there for you. All right, but let's dig in, you guys. This conversation is so good and so important as we get going with this podcast. Um, So you're going to hear us talk about our ego, and we wanted to kind of let you know like what we mean when we're talking about that. So we're going to give you some um, things that kind of we hear in our in our minds and what comes up for us um, and kind of paint a picture of that. And then hopefully it starts to land with you and you've been noticing this and you too and you can relate to it. So the ego. The ego is our great protector. She has got these incredibly mad skills at survival. Like it's literally the superpower, right? She keeps our mind like on the lookout for danger. And there's so many different ways that she starts to do that. Um, So things like using limiting beliefs and resistance, right, friend? Let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. In our conversations back and forth, when we were talking about preparing for this episode, resistance was the number one thing that I kept coming back to and the examples of how I've seen ego show up. And one of the simplest equations that makes the most sense, and you can practice this over and over, is that when you're looking for control and you have this resistance, it ends in suffering. And it's not suffering in this way that you're like, suffering. But life isn't coming with ease. And that's why we're here. We're here to help you learn life can come with ease. And so when you 
feel that resistance or that need to control, it's a protection mechanism. And so that's where you are able to start to recognize when you need to take a pause or the or honestly to surrender and let go. Mm, so good. Yes. That surrender part of it and let go or let it as oftentimes I refer to it personally. Um, you know, it, it really is an important part of this uh, as we're starting to realize that our ego can really hold on to past experiences that maybe like didn't go the way we wanted them to, or at the time we felt like we didn't like this kind of contrast that was showing up and we created memories around the part that we didn't like. Um, and so ego kind of stores that for us, right? And then brings that back up. Um, and that's where we start to feel that resistance and that need to control and like, oh, heck no, I'm not letting that happen again kind of thing. And so we get into this like we're not sure we're comfortable with it, right? And so we start to to hear like these stories that she makes up like, you know, ego is really not a villain. Like it's really important that we have this in us, right? But we start to hear some of these stories, right? So like, what does that sound like for you, Katie? What are some things that you might notice, those little stories? Yeah. the For me, the stories really come around control. And we've talked about this where in our home, if things aren't going your way or things feel hard, it's we start to grasp onto control or if you've had a past experience, um, it brings up you're instantly defensive, the heart rate. So really paying attention to the body is where I've learned the most is when do I feel like my heart rate's going up or I feel like super chaotic. So that's some places where I know something's coming up, the ego's coming up and, sh- and how do I, pay attention to my surroundings or what's happening and try and understand um, that I need to show up a little bit differently. Yeah, those body messages are definitely something that we get to be better detectives at um, trying to understand what they mean to us and um, and even tuning into them at all um, and maybe, you know, nourishing and, and providing something to support that. And I know for me, like some of those stories that have come up and some of our listeners might relate to this too, is like, she can kind of be the queen of, but what if, (laughs) right? Or um, even like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel familiar. We haven't done this before. You know, we rely on experience a lot of times for like, how do we want to go about doing something that we're doing? So I know for me, when I started to notice more of the things with ego, those are some of the little stories that I would hear in my mind. And now that when I hear that, those are some signals I'm starting to pay attention to and being able to kind of get curious about that. Um, And another one is the guilt trip piece. For me, I'm starting to notice that with ego is like, okay, I feel guilty if I don't do it this way or if I don't do this for, you know, so-and-so, that sort of thing. Those are signals that this is coming from the ego, um, you know, coming from some of those identities that she's placed on us. Yeah. And when we have 
an experience you talked about this, Shauna, where we have these experiences and then we the ego will show up to protect us from that contrast again. The experiences, we create that meaning around them. Ego creates that meaning around them. And in this practice of learning to allow the tough emotions or the tough feelings, we learn to to let go of that meaning. And so then we can start to see where ego isn't going to show up all the time. And I think some of the big buzzwords that you might help our listeners relate to this is if you start to feel that anxiousness around something or it's starting to stress you out, then that's that resistance that we're talking about. And those, you know, the body signals, like we said, the heart rate, <laughs> the feeling like chaotic. Um, and something just yesterday for me was my kids will start to notice if I'm feeling that and they have gotten to an age where they're trying to control the emotion. So their egos are showing up. My ego is showing up. And what I'm trying to model for them is saying, it's okay for mommy to feel frustrated right now. I know you want mommy to be happy. Mommy wants to be happy too. I'm just going to allow myself to feel this instead of pushing it down. And then it's gone. And helping them see that it's okay to be upset and move through it, I feel like will help us let go of this meaning we put around things. Like feelings aren't bad. Um, and so that's that's kind of what I'm I'm currently practicing with letting go. Can you imagine yourself learning to eat confidently without dieting? What about having a guide on the side for noticing what limiting beliefs might be holding you back from experiencing your most joy-filled life? I invite you to check out my 10-week one-on-one coaching program, Healthy Habits On and Off the Plate, by following the link in our show notes. Yeah, that acknowledgement piece is huge, and I think that you know, before really digging in on a lot of this work, um, it was kind of maybe something that we just went to was more so going through the motions and pushing those emotions, those feelings down in a way, like you said, and not really allowing them to happen. And so, yeah, this modeling piece of it, it's like simultaneously you're modeling it for someone else, like you're mentioning your kids, but then you're also like practicing it for yourself. And so it just becomes this like really mutual learning experience that we're going through. And it really is for the good of everyone involved. So mm-hmm. I love that you brought that part yeah, up. Because we used to feel those and, those guilt trips around feeling frustrated or feeling bad. So that's kind of how I got on that. That conversation was really the guilt trip is a signal. I shouldn't feel like this. This is, it's not okay to feel like, like move through this. So Sorry, just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, I love that. It kind of brings us into, yeah, it brings us into like what we started to notice um, for ourselves and for us. It, I think it kind of simultaneously started to come around the time that we were realizing that uh, we were being called to kind of release this grip on hustle culture, right? And noticing like how the ego can actually really show up when we're allowing so much hustle. Yeah. And so we started to maybe become more aware of things like all the shoulds that, you know, we're playing or all of the, um, 
you know, if I don't do X, then this isn't going to happen for me. Or, um, you know, starting to feel like you're not enough is something that I think can really come up um, when this is happening um, or we're allowing ego to kind of be at the forefront. Um, and then we end up in survival mode and we end up in burnout. And those are the clues that why we show up in here and talk about this. Those are the clues that we want to be um, spreading that message and really encouraging and inviting and empowering to move through that before the burnout comes. Like we really want to get in a good place collectively that we are taking care of ourselves in ways um, before that happens. I agree. It's it's important. And so let's talk about some of the ways we are currently practicing this um, outside of the ones that we've already shared. And I'll start. And it's – I love this one, the asking before reacting, um, trying to understand why am I starting to feel this way um, and – it's an opportunity to understand, okay, this coming from this, this has nothing to do with X, but it's coming from somewhere else. But then also doing it without judgment. And as these high-performing women, we are going to constantly be working against this judgment of ourselves as you're going through this ego work. And... It's, it's so powerful to say, am I saying should? I should be doing this. I should be planning these play dates for my kids. I should be making sure that they have things to do. I should, while also working full time and doing a podcast with my best friend. And, and I'm like, wait a second, what? No. So that's some of the ways it's help. I'm currently practicing this. Shauna, I... I need your contrast. How are you practicing? I think one of the biggest things for me recently has been this like awareness and awakening to the fact that contrast is actually so intentional. Mm-hmm. Like big gulp there <laughs> because it's something that we've been running from or thinking like we don't want this happening in our life, right? But this switch of, you know, some of these things that we call contrast showing up in our life have actually been so intentional because there is a lesson. There is this growth opportunity. There is so much that we can gain from this when we look at it in a different way. And I think that has been an incredibly huge piece for me most recently. And doing some of this ego work is really allowing that contrast to be okay. Yeah. And to break down contrast just briefly, it's, you're saying it's, it's not the always the, the easy, right? It's understanding that there are going to be bumps. There's going to be moments where you're asked to, to look within, especially when these, what we're calling eco flares come up. Um, and I wrote down this piece is like, Pausing to allow the feeling to protect us to be released. 
Um, and because we want to push through the hard, um, and the contrast is totally meant for us. And that's those moments where you're, you're kind of going, you get that sticky feeling. So that's what I feel like we mean when we're talking about contrast. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely those times where it's like, it maybe went different than you thought it was going to. Um, and I think some of that work just naturally comes to, um, because part of this process um, that we'll talk about here in a little bit when we start speaking about the soul is that we're releasing those outcomes, right? So then you're less attached to like what it's supposed to look like. And so then the contrast doesn't feel so bumpy or so messy um, or something you're not liking because not so attached to it looking a certain way. So I think that's definitely kind of um, what's helping that process for me for sure. And then I think another big one is really making sure that we can get to a place where we're not so upset at ourselves when we have those ego flares like you just brought up. Um, But realizing that it is an opportunity for us to go inward and to start to nourish that and to grow with it. So I think that's been an important part of this is not getting mad when we notice like, ah, dang, there's another ego flare. But sitting with it and getting quiet and, um, you know, letting ego know that you see her and that you appreciate that she's there to protect. Um, But also kind of working through that, like, okay, I'm actually safe. Mm -hmm. This is not a danger. Um, This is not a survival moment. And being able to kind of start to work through that is incredibly powerful in being able to – evolve through this. So good. So when we're speaking about soul, it can feel wooey. So stay with us. (laughs) But what do we mean when we talk about this, our higher self, our soul? And it's, it is very spiritual and it's simply put as our intuition. So Shauna, I I look to you a lot in this space of this getting into this higher self and the soul. And so I'd love for you to kind of dive into this piece with us and um, tell us, you know, what's your practice? How do you know, you know, the higher self? Yeah, I think, you know, it is one that I spend a lot of time with and have for a long time. I think this is one that I continue to lean into to strengthen, but my intuitive self has been pretty strong for most of my life. And so it is one that I'm excited to talk about and to dig in deeper and to allow more often in myself and encourage that for others Um, because it really is our true self. Right. So um, we came here, you know, to have this human experience, um, you know, and so our souls came here in this body. Right. So, um, you know, we have this. Some people call it meat suits. Have you ever heard that? Like, it's so funny when people say that. It's very graphic. <laughs> so we came here in this <laughs> um, this suit as a person. Right. Um, but it really is uh, when we talk about higher self, it really is our true self. It's our soul. Um, and some of the things that you'll start to realize as you start to tease through some of this ego soul piece is um, that she really, really, really wants us to know that there's no room for doubt. 
I think there's so much power in that one. And that's really been where I've expanded in the last few years is just knowing that and being confident in that. And um, she truly is confident in the fact that we did come here to evolve and thrive, right? So we talked about how ego is really into survival, but our soul is really into thriving and having this joy-filled experience that we're talking about here and that we're doing this practice that we're sharing with you um, because that's what we want. We want to have these joy-filled experiences while we're here. And so our soul is a really great way to guide us with that. And I think the more we get quiet and tapped into some of the soul work, we realize that she's guiding us with alignment and how we really want to feel. Um, and so we have this access to this co-creation. So, you know, our soul, whatever, you know, if you practice a religion or not, um, you know, you, we call it God, right? And so it's this God within. Um, and she's there to really help us access this co-creation that we get to do between us and our human self and God. Um, and so I, I think there's just a lot of really cool experiences that we can have when we start to tap into allowing our soul to kind of have some soul flares, right? And and start to experience things and confirmations are going to start coming up and you'll start to notice these little like God winks and, um, you know, just signs of alignment that things are going the way that you intended them to because you are more in alignment with your true self. Yeah. Sean and I love making things easy on our wellness journey, and you can too. If you are interested in learning more about wellness products that can supplement with ease, connect with one of us via Instagram. You can find us in the show notes, and we can get you 25% off your order. And I think the best feelings come from that. And what keep came up right while you were talking was like belly laughs. I don't know why, but belly laugh. So those times where you're so free that you are laughing so deeply, um, that's the joy. And that's the the construct and the frame of mind that this joy-filled life should feel like. And knowing that you are nurturing yourself and you – feel at ease with things. You'll start to notice that things come as you expect them to a lot of the times. And I know that's in direct contrast to what we just said, that sometimes the contrast is is where the winds are. But when you can focus on the joy that's coming out of that, that's when you can realize, even though this isn't exactly how I thought it would be, like it is still in alignment with what I need and what makes me feel good. Um, I think one spot for me is when I think about having fun as an achiever, what does fun achieve? I have no idea. Why would I pursue fun? I realize that that's actually really where my soul is craving that. Um, and so when I'm having fun and for me lately, it's been on the golf course, um, and I'm on the golf course and I feel completely free. Ego shows up and says, you should be momming. You should be doing these things. Why are you having fun? 
And it's such a great opportunity for me to realize like, no, I'm actually, I'm doing what I should be doing because I feel so at peace and I'm having fun and the shoulds are just coming up because my ego is like, you're not allowed to do this. (laughs) So that's my life right now and how I see soul when, when she shows up. Um, so I hope that that friend, what a great example. That is such a great example of the joyful life and noticing and being able to break free from some of those barriers that we or stories that we've put up and told mm-hmm. ourselves. Because yeah, I think one of the big things that soul does for me is she's really teaching me that time is this like human construct that we get really attached to. And so then it's like when you start to release that and not be so worried and hung up on that or feeling like, oh my gosh, if I'm not, you know, over here doing this work piece of things and I'm out there just having fun, then I'm not doing what I should be doing. And yeah, it's just this loop that you can get in. And so I love how much she can help guide us and teach us that um, time is definitely a human construct and we can start to release that and have freedom. And then the funny thing is you have time for the things that you need to do too when you release that. So um, I think that's that's a great example that you brought up to just be able to be okay with spending time on those things that maybe don't look like achieving or perfectionism or people pleasing, any of those identities that the ego wants to keep us attached to. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. This has been so great. Um, I really hope that this conversation has led our listeners to understand what we mean when we're talking about ego and soul. And we'll continue to have these conversations. So we hope that this landed for all of those who are joining us. And we promise that you'll hear more about these topics. As I said, we continue to touch on them throughout our episodes. And let's wrap today with uh, a quote from our favorite book, Shauna. Yeah, last year, you guys, we read this book and we really, really loved it. The Magic of Surrender by Coot Blackson. And in this book, he says, there is freedom when you let go of ego and realize that who you truly are is soul. We want to welcome you to tune in, stay close, and grow with us. Come feel empowered, inspired, and connected. Check the show notes to follow us. And of course, we'd love for you to take us on social media when you share what lands for you. Until next time, breathe on purpose, stay curious, and trust your intuition. 